you have your Bibles with you this morning, would you open them please to Psalm 118, verse 1. And then Psalm 118, verse 29. The psalmist repeats himself. He starts with something says a lot in between, then he finishes with the same thing he started with. Psalm 118, verse 1. Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. You thought that was just a cliche, didn't you? You thought that was just a song we sing. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Bible. That's Bible. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Why give thanks? For he is good. Because his mercy endureth forever. Verse 29. He once again says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Why? For he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. When the Lord says something in the Bible one time, we would be wise to hear with our ears. But when the Lord says something twice in the Bible, we would be even wiser to listen with the ear of our mind and our heart as well. Because it's important. Two times in Psalm 118, the psalmist tells us that God is good. He doesn't stutter. He doesn't stammer. There's no hesitation. There's no reservation. There's no mumbling. There's no bumbling. There's no soft soaping. There's no backpedaling. He says it loudly. He says it clearly. He says it succinctly. God is good. Say that with me. God is good. And because God is good, He should be praised and worshipped every single day of our life. Many of you know verse 24 from Psalm 118. Maybe you don't understand the context of it, though. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Every day ought to be thanksgiving for a child of God. Every day ought to be Sunday for a child of God. We ought to be thanking God every day, worshiping God every day. Why, Pastor? Because He is good. Say, God is good. good. Now, in relationship to God, I wonder why He said God is good. If if you were asked to write the Bible and you were given Psalm 118, verse 1, what would you have said about God? Would it have been God is good? You say, Pastor, I would have said God is omniscient. He's wise. I would have said God is omnipotent. He's powerful. I 
would have said God's dependable, or God is faithful, or God is steadfast, or God is unchangeable. I would have said God is timeless. Maybe I would have said God is eternal. I might have said God is great. God is generous. God is holy. God is righteous. God is invisible. God is indivisible. Maybe we would have said God is triune. God is three in one. Maybe we would have said God is majestic. God is huge. God is true. God is genuine. God is pure. God is perfect. He's sovereign. He's supreme. He's stable. He's secure. Maybe we would have said God is transforming. God is saving. God is changing. God is loving. God is kind. Of all the choices that the psalmist had, what did he say? God is Have you ever wondered why he said that? Is any of that? Do you all ever ask questions like that to yourself or do you just say, well, he knew what he was talking about, no need to worry about it? Because remember, he's writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. This is what God wants us to know about himself. You see, God is a God of revelation. We don't figure out who God is. God tells us who he is. Why would God tell us not once, not twice, but repeatedly throughout the scriptures that he is good and he wants us to know that. Well, maybe the question is, what does good mean? People laugh all the time when I'm about to do a funeral service. They, they say, Pastor, are you going to say so-and-so's good? He was a good man. <laughs> I say, well, what does good mean? It's a very ambiguous word. It's a very generalized word. What does God want us to know about good if he indeed is good? I believe good is a combination word. In fact, I know it is. Because in the Hebrew from which the word comes, it suggests grace, and mercy rolled into one. Notice the psalmist even says something about God's mercy and ties it to his goodness, does he not? Look at your Bible. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. What does it mean to be treated with grace. It means that you're given something you don't deserve. God blesses us. But don't you ever get big-headed and think you deserve it. May I never become arrogant and think I deserve it. We don't deserve anything. But God in his grace bestows upon us blessings. And time doesn't permit for us to stand and say those blessings. We'd be here to 2021 listening to it. Needless to say, we're all recipients of God's grace. Saved by grace. Kept saved by grace. 
salvation completed by grace and the blessings that go with it by grace. The word good implies grace, but it also implies, as we saw in the verse itself, mercy. If grace is giving us what we don't deserve, mercy is not giving us what we do deserve. Grace is the positive, mercy is the negative. Just as we deserve nothing, we also deserve something. And it's the judgment of God. But God, because he's good, he chooses to show that goodness to us by giving us blessings we do not deserve and by withholding judgment and the curses of God that we do deserve. So the word good is a combination word of grace and mercy brought together. What did David say in the 23rd Psalm? Surely goodness and mercy. Surely grace and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And then I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I want to ask you a question. Is God good? Some of you are going, eh, I don't know if he is or not. Well, Maybe we ought to ask Moses if God is good. Pharaoh said to Moses, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to bury you in the sand of Egypt. And yet God spared his life. Moses, is God good? Amen, he'd say. David would say God is good. That human tank called Goliath said to David, before the sun goes down, your carcass will be eaten by the birds and the jackals. And David just smiled. You know why? Because he knew God was good. And yes, the birds and the jackals had a meal that day. And it wasn't David. David would say God is good. Moses would say God is good. Jonah said God was good when he was in the belly of the whale. Everybody said it's over for Jonah. Even Jonah thought that. But that whale got indigestion. And spit Jonah out right outside Nineveh. You know what the first words Jonah said when he came out of that whale? God is good. The Israelites in the desert for 40 years didn't have no food to eat. God said, I'll feed them with angel food. They didn't have any water to drink. God said, I'll bring the water up out of the ground. The Israelites said, where are we going to do our shopping? God said, you don't need to shop. Your clothes will never wear out. Your shoes will never wear out. What are we going to do for swords and spears? God said, don't you worry about it. I'll take care of you. And for 40 years, he took care of the Israelites. And they're the ones who made the song, God is good. You didn't know that was a Hebrew song before we sang it, did you? I'm just kidding. Some of you out there, I didn't know that. 
The woman with the issue of blood, God, in the person of Jesus, healed her. What did she say God is good? Daniel and the lions did, said God is good. And God made a pillow for him out of those lions' bellies. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fire. They said God is good, and God showed up in that fire. And that king said, I can't understand this. I threw three in, but there's four right now there. And the Hebrew boys came out with a smile on their face. You know what they said when they came out of the fire? Help me out. God is good. Jeremiah in the pit said, God is good. Joseph in the prison said, God is good. Noah in the flood said, God is good. Every one of them, if they were here today, they'd be shouting, they'd be dancing, Baptist folk. Yeah, they would be dancing. Because they would say, God is good. If I asked you, would you say, God is good? Are you not a trophy of grace? Are you not a banner of his mercy? Don't you have the fingerprints of his blessings all over your life? Is God good? Yes. Is God good? Yes. Is God good? Yes. He's good. Psalm 145, verse 8 and 9. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He's slow to anger. He's great in mercy. The Lord is good to just a few. No, that ain't what it says. He says the Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. Today we're here to celebrate God's goodness, not to the saints of old, not even to the saints of the present, but to this corporate body of saints we call Miles Road Baptist Church. Miles Road Baptist Church, God has been good to this church. His amazing grace, His tender mercies are seen in everything we do. He has showered us with blessings. Raindrops round us are falling, but for the showers. And God has blessed us. God has blessed us immensely. It was mentioned by Shelton and Nancy, or Shelton, I should say, and Kelly, that as good as God has been to us, this is not the finale of it. There's going to be a sequel to all of this. Is that okay with you? Hollywood does them all the time. Why can't we do it? I was watching during the shark marathon. Y'all kind of know what I do occasionally. Jaws 1, Jaws 2, Jaws 3, Jaws 4, Jaws 5. But we're going to have a sequel here. Because we and the staff, myself and the staff, I want you to know we're not going to rest on our laurels. 
I don't know how many more years I'll be your pastor, but I'm not going to sit down and suck on a glass of lemonade in the shade. God has given us some ambitious plans for the future, and you'll be part of them. Think about what God has done at this church, and then I'm going to share with you where we're going. What has God done here? Some of you started out with me 25 years ago, and others of you have kind of joined us as we've been going on the journey. Our Lord, in his goodness, has given us a world-class mission program. As I stand before you right now, we support 62 ministries. We're partners with 62 ministries that are local, regional, national, and global. This year, we took in almost $200,000 to share with those ministries. Thank you. As was mentioned by Kelly and by Shelton, we built this sanctuary that you are seated in debt-free. We built the Family Life Center that our young people are in and we use for functions debt-free. Paid in full was stamped when we walked in the doors. We have a testimony in this community of stability, love, truth, and righteousness that is noticed by our friends but also noticed by our foes. And 25 years here, we've never had a problem people fighting each other. God has given us a unity and a harmony that is supernatural. Yes, we got people who may not agree all the time. We are good with that. But by and large, we consist of ladies and gentlemen. And I thank you for that. God has given us an all-star staff. I don't think you know how good this staff is. I'm telling you, they're all-stars. God has given us a top-of-the-line people. I don't know if you know how good you are. <laughs> and maybe it's good you don't know you'd want to raise. <laughs> But we have some of the greatest saints of God this side of heaven here. Our doors are still open. 70 church, 72 churches every day close their doors in this country. They're out of business. And we're open for business. We're financially sound. When most churches are looking for ways to cut back, we're looking for what to do with the surplus. According to Tom Rayner, who has his hand on the pulse of the churches in America, according to Dr. Rayner, upwards to 90% of all churches of whatever name, whatever size, whatever style, you might say, are sick, dying, or dead. God has given us health and God has given us life. We're debt free now. To God be the glory.
And all of this is because God is good to Miles Rose Baptist Church. Don't you ever forget that. And if you're here from another church this morning, I hope you'll take the good news back to your pastor. God is alive and well at Miles Road. He can be alive and well at your church. God has been good to Miles Road. God can be good to your church. May I, I, let me add this. He's not just good. I'm going to go get off that. He's exceedingly good. Now you might say, Pastor, what does it mean to be exceedingly good? That's a good question. Well, I'm going to let a little boy answer it for you. A little boy was asked that same question about his mother. And the question was, why is she exceedingly good? And the little boy thought for a moment, he said, well, mom's good when she gives me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But mom is exceedingly good when she makes that peanut butter sandwich and puts a lot of jelly on it and gives it to me. God has given us more than just a peanut butter sandwich. He's put a lot of jelly on it. He's exceedingly good. Where are we going as I close? Where are we headed? With the blessings of the stewardship team and our deacon leadership team and you the people. With God. We are in the process of acquiring the piece of property called the fire department next door. The property in the building we hope will be in our possession very soon. We're looking at modernizing the sanctuary. I'm going to speak to our ladies. You men probably don't understand all this. But ladies like to refurbish the home every now and then. I mean, you, you got to stay contemporary, don't you, ladies? Got to kind of stay on top of things. Well, 2001, we moved in here. It's been about 17 years that we've kind of looked the same. So we believe it's time to refurbish a little bit. Not change so much what we have, just update it a little bit, modernize a little bit, put a little bit of wow factor in it. And so we're looking at doing that. We're also looking at a relocation of our administrative offices to over to the new piece of property and building that we're going to be purchasing. We're also looking at, for you parents and grandparents, taking the current administration building, remodeling it inside to be a state-of-the-art children's ministry building, second to nobody's. We're also looking at expanding our missions. We currently, as I said, have 62 mission partners We'd love to bump it up to about 70. Jesus is coming soon, and if that's true, we need to get the whole word to the whole world. We're looking at a 
50,000 home evangelistic thrust sometime this year. So we're not going to just rest. Long as we're here, God has a work for us. And the God who was good to us yesterday and the God who is good to us today, ladies and gentlemen, will be the God who's good to us tomorrow. Half of the staff and myself, thank you, stewardship team. Job well done. Deacon leadership team, thank you. Job well done. To my staff that make me look good far more than you think. Job well done, staff. And to you, my people, when pastors are tearing down their people, I promise you I'm building you up. And I wouldn't trade a single one of you if we could trade church members. I wouldn't trade a single one of you. We thank the Lord for what you do here to maintain our unity, our harmony. We thank you for your service. We thank you for your giving. We thank you that any time we ever ask anything of you, you answer the bell, you answer the call. and do exceedingly and abundantly far beyond anything we could have ever asked or imagined. And then lastly, in closing, we give thanks to him. remain standing. We will be having an evening service tonight and would love to see all of you back for that.